I saw a commercial today. It was for something where I'm like, you know what? Like, I would never buy that, but like, I can, it seems kind of useful. It was like a, a drill bit that's like this big, but then inside is all these little metal pins and they're spring loaded. And so you can put it on any kind of anything and then twist it, you know, and then it'll oh, drill it's like anything. a socket. It's a universal socket. It's a universal right? socket. Grant, watch where you're going. Mm. I might own one of these. I thought like, okay, <laughs> like that's, that's a real, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea. If nothing else, that's a cool idea. But then mm-hmm. at the end of the commercial, <laughs> I have never seen this uh, style of marketing before. They said, manufacturing is ending. We're closing down. This is it. <laughs> Strict limit of three. Per, like <laughs> this, this thing did not sell at all. No one wants it. It sucks. Buy yeah. it now. <laughs> You can only get three. <laughs> so bizarre. Limit three. Grant, I thought you were going to mock me for owning one of these things, but it turns out I'm a savvy investor who yeah. got in on the ground floor, and mm-hmm. now this thing's going to do yeah. nothing but appreciate with value. They're not making them anymore. Yeah, they're not even making them anymore. <laughs> they're, they're done. It's like manufacturing is over. We're shutting the factory down. Buy it now. <laughs> Whoa, those things suck. I got to get me one of them. <laughs> right. They built the factory next to uh, ca- a calving glacier or uh, or else it's next to a volcano or something where, like, we wanted to make more, but nature has decided we're shutting it down. So we're trying to get out, get what we can. Got a hell of a deal on the real estate. But oh, man. <laughs> now yeah. we're, we're finding out why. Yeah. There's a guy with a spreadsheet, and he's looking up at the moon. He's like, nope, we got to shut it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bitch is almost full. You're not a business. <laughs> Maybe uh, a, a guy at the factory, you know, just kind of slipped and hit the big red, you know, stop manufacture <laughs> button and it just shut down and it's like, oh, what do we, it, it shut down. Yep. The machines that manufacture it all, like the assembly line itself, eventually when it gets to the end, it just sort of like starts sucking that material into itself and then <laughs> it'll create, the, the end result is just a big pile of the things and then there's no machines left. A prolapsed assembly line. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Like Dirty Dan's butthole. Dirty Dan's <laughs> hopelessly <laughs> balloon butthole. So, hey guys, just got talk. I just got done talking to our backers, our sponsors over on the streaming service Flunt. Um, Hey, they said that that show that we put together, the that comedy sitcom. I guess that's what a sitcom is. It's comedy. Uh, oh, it's comedy sitcom. They they liked it. It's well received. Uh, they said it's doing numbers. They didn't specify anything about which numbers it's doing, but it's doing numbers. So that's good to hear. Cool. Uh, Jason keeps sending me texts about sports. It says sports, wiener dog, buying things on the internet, sports. Uh, all right. Uh, but I think that they want us to do some sports program. I don't think that we can cover live sports. So I was thinking of maybe doing like a, a sports documentary. Um, I asked around and, you know, all of my connections in the professional sports world and retired professional athletes that I know, none of them are, were interested in being on a station called Flunt or letting us do a documentary. Um, fortunately Hmm. for us, I found someone who was vain enough to finance a project about himself. Uh, like when he paid to have his music put on that TV show that one time, uh, Matt (laughs) wants to, wants us to do a sports document, 
a documentary about himself, uh, and he hired who he could afford, which is us. So good news. We've got another project to work on. Well, let me just say, I am so flattered that you guys chose me. Um, you know, like Ben said, you literally could have chosen any professional athlete, current or former, alive or dead, and you chose me to do this uh, homage to. Yeah, our, our financial benefactor was really interested in, in your story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. It, it smells like a real smart cookie, if you ask me. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, anyways, just want to say I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored and um, just really excited for, for this homage. So this homage to this Matt guy, uh, what, what is this about? Like, what, what sport did he play? Well, what sport didn't he play? Uh, actually, no, it's much easier to answer what sport he played. No, there's way more yeah. sports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did, like, running, and then there was some, like, uh, mm-hmm. You know, we should... Something else, probably. We should keep it broad because I, I would like to get a beat in here that at a young age, uh, he was a sportsman of a triple threat. As I know for a fact, he was able to best me in all all of NBA Jam's Tecmo Super Bowl and Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Ooh, mm. okay. Right. Yeah. So his sporting I, career started early. I heard he played a mean NHL '96 too. Yes, indeed. Get me Jeremy Roenick. Get him the puck. It's <laughs> game over. All right. Let's just kind of jump in then. I guess. I, I mean, there was track and cross country. Matt, did you? What other? Were there other sports that you played? Say soccer. Like, like Corey said, I was the best uh, video game player in the family, mm. um, and Grant confirmed. Mm. But yeah, by, <laughs> I'm probably best known as a runner, cross country and track. Uh, and in track, I mean, heck, diverse set of skills. I was a pole vaulter. Yeah, I mean, he's got distance running and distance running, cross country and <laughs> <Yeah>. track, <laughs> both of them. All the way down, all the way down to the upper mid distance. Uh, <laughs> High school wrestling, but let's not forget about my CYO basketball prowess. Wow. Where they where they nicknamed me Snake. They sure that's where, did. That's where it came from. Yeah, they back to that. sure did. Because you had the basketball playing ability of a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, as an athlete, just speaking of our subject as an athlete, he was he was a maverick. He did things his own way. Uh, mm. You know, you you go on like the 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 regular high school varsity basketball team. It's all politics, and he didn't play politics. Yeah, come on, he didn't play politics. But then, no, no. so you know, you go to the CYO. But then in the CYO A team, it's all politics too. It's still all politics there. So you go to the you go to the B team. <laughs> Of CYO, and that's where you can play the sport. That's the purest route. That's where you go. be yourself. To be, That was just pure sport. I agree. Now, Grant, I don't remember if we called it the B team. It might have been called green team and gold team. I think they felt it was less embarrassing. Green. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, embarrassing for those political folks at the top to be, you know, pig. And again, that's all politics. The schedule would say green, and then in parentheses, A team, and then gold team, in parentheses, B team. Uh, yeah, yes. but you know, just to, to clarify it for the adults, but not to embarrass the kids. Best team, as we like to call ah. it. I think that's probably what. It's mm-hmm. Did you ever play the A team? Did you guys ever? And I'm not talking about Mr. T, but like, because it sounds like they're they were afraid to play you. 
I they I don't we we never played an official game. I'm yeah. trying to think if we even scrimmaged. Mm-hmm. It's like they didn't even want us in the gym at the same time. Mm-hmm. Surely because out of fear. avoiding, yeah, fear. they're avoiding you. And, yeah, they they dodged us. The pinnacle achievement is Matt was maybe literally carried, but figuratively carried at least on our relay team and track. Mm. That uh, did they might have been literally. Grant, Grant, did they like win state or something? No. No, they no, didn't okay. Did they win? Did they win like the regionals or district? Did they win the districts? Uh, or, they what's did the not next one win down? regionals. regionals. Uh, nor, yeah. in fact, did they go to regionals. Uh, okay, it's a district. Well, why? Why does he? Why? What's the big deal about this one? Uh, they did a relay race. I don't know. I went to regionals and I wasn't any good, so <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. it must have. Been, it's some weird anomaly. I think. I do. Le- I do think I each of us should say what. Are, what, what we're sitting in front of while we're the talk while we do a talking head portion oh, for yeah we'll the, get to the talking heads we'll get to the talking heads in just okay. a minute so I'll, I'll bring okay. that up next uh, as the next segment part but oh sorry sorry, Matt, sorry, sorry. there's oh no it's fine it's fine this is, this is a brainstorming session we're not we're not filming in order and you know how editing works Corey you're a professional editor yourself so whatever this record or something that happened that was yeah was that your senior year yeah so what ben is referring to is the school record Mm -hmm. the school record literally no one in our community's history had ever ran a four by 800 meter relay as fast as me and three other guys Uh, and i think that's how they it was matt siefker and those three Mm -hmm. other guys like gladys knight and the pips Exactly. The the three pips who 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 no one knows who they were. Were there even three um, of them? Who knows how many pips there were? Who cares? There's some pips. There's some number of pips. Yeah. I'm gonna put that on a resume. I was one of the pips. I was Prove a me wrong. Yeah. Prove me one of the original pips. School record. One of one of the fat one of the best teams in the state. One of the best teams in the state. That's mm, true. That year. So that was two thousand one when that happened? Uh yeah, that sounds about right. Spring of two thousand one. Let's let's make it 2000. Um, 2001, if we do like we, because I want to start with numbers. like a montage of world events to kind of set the stage. And 2001 is a little messy. Uh, okay. So let's you know we'll go back. <laughs> uh, Why? What happened? But anyway, we we could we could do 2001. But uh, I'm picturing like you know opening credits or the the theme song is playing, but there's just like a silhouette and a question mark, you know, in this silhouette. Who is this guy? And to set the stage, we'll start with one of those like newsreader montages where, um, you know, saying it's 2000 anyway, because that's easier. Um, it's like there's a, about the presidential election, you know, it shows uh, whoever those two people mm-hmm. were in 2000, uh, the Summer Olympics, uh, you know, some business from Sydney, um, some local news, weather reports. Um, and the, the narrator's like, but there was no mention of Matt because he wasn't shit. So just to kind of set the stage <laughs> so it's clear, you know, what was going on in the world? What was the world buzzing about that year? Meaning like yet. You're saying like yet. Like he, he wasn't yet I don't know about, known I don't on know the about world that. stage. But that, but that was all about to change. I don't know about that. I love it. I so, love it. Again, editing. We can cut that line. Well, <laughs> who is going to narrate this thing? Matt clearly wants to do it himself. He's the, he's the one who cares about this topic the most. It should probably uh, just be Matt. Well, I, I think you you can't have the whole documentary and not have the subject in it, right? Yeah. You people are going to want to hear from him. him. So That's I true. imagine I I'm a humble guy, but mm-hmm. I would reluctantly agree to it. And I think I would be, you know, in my in my den with all, like the trophy case in the background, mm-hmm. all the hardware, all the medals, and the pennants and the ribbons and 
It's a lot of ribbons, but there's a yeah. few those are more valuable trophies in there. Can we trick someone into doing it? Like, does a does a priest have to do it if you ask them? Is there something like that? Like, how, who could we could trick somebody right to just read what we we write down? Wait, wait, wait. Can okay, let's let's have Matt record it, but also let's let him control the bad guys and let's get Christopher Lee to do it. But he'll cost money, right? And is dead. <laughs> oh but, wait, I mean, doesn't he owe us a favor? Oh, I, he might. He might. <laughs> wait, is Christopher Lee someone from our high school? I don't remember. He might have been class of eighty one. He is dead. Uh, <laughs> I, okay. I may have told a I may have told a previous girlfriend that he was in order to uh, impress her. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Matt can do it. To be it. fair, I'm impressed right now, and I even know that's not true. So it All worked. Right. So we know <laughs> we know Matt's gonna be in front of some trophies. Maybe his ex wife's uh, arm wrestling trophy. Let's just throw out something like that. But Matt's Matt's yeah, in his. Uh, richly appointed uh, Oakland rumpus, rumpus room uh, with all his trophies. Who else can we get for talking heads here? I was thinking we get like Rich Rower or, or uh, R. Rower and of course Big Rich. Um, R. Rower talks about what he actually did in track, makes no mention of Matt, and then we go to Big Rich who just uh, asks the camera if he, if in the interviewer if he wants a frozen Gatorade uh, and or Ruby Red Squirt. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be appropriate. I I don't know if we if we want our Rower talking too much about the action, like the four by eight. Um, I don't know if he's in the best position to do that since he was on the team. What position yeah, was he I think in? I by would the way, be best. what position was he in? Was he? Did he start? Uh, it, it changed. It. You guys act like it never. It changed a lot. Um, I think he. There were times when he started. Yes, there were times when he started. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was the first leg. Okay. Um, for, uh, just as like a character uh, study, or not a study, like you know, a character witness, someone who could uh, be a talking head. I think you get Jeff Ducey, former boss. Ah, okay, mm. all right. He could be cooking up some burgers in the background or something. Maybe, maybe that go back to the carrier. Then the current owners chase him off at the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to get out of here. <laughs> as a side note, I do wonder if. Carrie Ducey, his brother, ever still goes back into the kitchen and lifts pizzas up to see how well they're cooked on the bottom. Uh, anyway. Put that thing back in. Move it back. Move it back. He was yeah. not working there. Uh, you know, he could... When he did it then. You could ask him about, you know, Matt's 4x8, and he'd say, well, you want to talk about that record? Jeff Ducey doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah. and I think it would it'd be... That's a quality a quote. That. You're going to want that quote yeah. in the trailer. <laughs> right. It gives it an air of mystery. But yeah. he'll, he'll probably remember you in your humble beginnings. So that's that's kind of nice, yeah. Okay, yeah. some Jeff Ducey. I was thinking you probably get uh, your wrestling coach, uh, Mister Urban. Uh, <laughs> huh, Matt? He's a fucking loser. He dressed weird and he sucked. You know, you'll get you'll get something like that. <laughs> humble to humble you for all the accolades. Probably, you know, you need to balance the scales out. Well, he wasn't entirely wrong. I I would just as like. Uh, just get my producer lens here. We probably want to stay away from Matt's freshman year of wrestling, where he went zero and twenty four. We'll minimize that. I don't that. think we'll have time. We'll minimize. Or you're an editor. Like I think we'd probably want to edit that out, right? You, you like want to gloss over that. Actually, the only quote you really want is him telling Matt to go out there and get his ass kicked so they can get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As an editor, exactly. you want that one really early or right near at the end, uh, just before the, just before <laughs> okay. you win. So, uh, yeah, I would say this was uh, we set up this as a little bit of the uh, the struggle. I think we could probably use some editing magic to say like, well, Matt, you know, as a senior wrestler, like he went all the way to districts in wrestling, 
And this is true. also there was a wrestler on the same team who was like undefeated or whatever. And we can use some editing magic to make it seem like those are the same person and they're both Matt. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. All of Jeff Gerding's uh, yes. prowess could just be like, so we asked people to talk about <laughs> Jeff, but then they just cut yes, out then... any mention of his name. And then <laughs> exactly. He did the Gerding family proud. Surely <laughs> <laughs> uh, you interview mom. Uh, and throughout her, I think throughout her segment, she just keeps talking about how she only had one son. And so, you know, it was hard to pin all her hopes her on only her son. only son. Uh, mm-hmm. and they paid off. I mean, to be fair, they paid off. It paid off. She's like, yeah, she's like, you know, it's a long <laughs> shot. You got one kid. You hope it, all your hopes and dreams on that one kid and mm-hmm. it pays off. So, That's, you know, you're not the person who's buying the lottery ticket every week. You know, you're just the. You're you're the Charlie Bucket who finds a lottery ticket on the ground. Hey, look at this, and then it pays off. All the family pictures in the background uh, that you guys are in have e- either have my picture pasted over yours, so there's like four of me, or it's like me, and then there's like a tomato plant and a sewing machine on, on your head. You know, like she just like pastes things over your head. If the camera pans to it, she she hits those pictures over. She knocks them off the wall or just claps them forward. <laughs> or like runs and dives and knocks yes, one over. Yeah. Yeah. You should know what the, what you do is you go to Target and you get the blank family one with just a generic family in it, and you just put Matt's face over uh, the, <laughs> the kid in the photo. Both husband and wife, husband, wife, and kid, <laughs> exactly. all of them. Yes. So Corey, you're being interviewed. Uh, Grant, do you want to be interviewed for this? Yeah, I think I I, I probably I can be interviewed. Yeah. I want you to know ahead of the time. I promise to release the Kraken um, if you interview me. I I am going to uh, drop the dirt on Matt. I have no. Uh-oh. I have no. Yeah. I mean, there's no. There's no dirt, right? I mean, what 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 could you possibly have on me? Whether there's dirt or not, you interview him. You get something out of it. You save it in the editing. The editor vacuums up all that dirt. We can take a few little snippets of what he says, rearrange it, and now he's uh, now it's a glowing review. Now suddenly, uh, you cured polio. Nice, nice work. It's basically what. The the opposite of what Grant does every week with his podcast, he he cuts out all my jokes. I do makes me <laughs> too funny. less funny. There's too many of them. I, I guess I'm too funny. We have to get to the yeah. subject, man. God, after all the dirt, we could call this podcast "Looky a Paperclip." <laughs> what Grant sifts out <laughs> of the trash, like how about that? So we're gonna follow the life of Matt and and his athletic arc, right? So of course uh, from. From his early days of uh, video games and uh, beating beating his much younger brother, I think Grant was probably in kindergarten when Matt was wailing on him at uh, in a NHL '96, um, probably something like that. So a win's a win. A win is a win. Forty-five-year-old <laughs> Tom Brady beats some twenty-two-year-old punk. No one's like, oh, well, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's more than point. double his age. It's a good point. A win's a win. He right. was old enough to hold the controller. Look. Yep. We probably want some uh, some t-ball or baseball prowess of me. You, we could do like a, a first-person cam with like a voiceover of me in, in right field going, please don't hit it here. Oh, my God, <laughs> please don't hit it here. And then it could be the one time that uh, this actually, it wasn't even in the game. This was before the game in baseball. We were warming up before an inning or before the first inning and I was throwing I was in like, you know, left field, I think, and the center fielder and I were throwing back and forth. 
and I somehow missed the ball. I think it got lost in the sun. A sunny day that day hit me right in the eye. Oh, and I was knocked out of the game before the game started because uh, I had such there were a couple different suns that day. It was yeah, a... I know it was one of those weird like um, astronomical. Go back anomalies. We can find that day. That day. We'll find like a newspaper headline: "World Sunniest Day." You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, but. We we put that in to show I persevered. I, I persevered. You know, became stronger. Well, you, you got to have some yeah. hills to climb, guys. Some obstacles to overcome. Uh, but you still got to show that you know the 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 glimmer of talent was there the whole time. You just had to mm-hmm. figure out how to take it out. You do that. Show you with the tee ball. Edit out the tee. So the ball is just sitting there, and then you hit it, and it kind of like bounces a little bit. Like, oh man, he's going teeless. <laughs> He's waving off the tee. <laughs> Matt, are you okay? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we make sure we get those those hot tee ball clips in. That's a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got any uh, like school gym stuff? We're gonna interview your classmates or uh, Mister uh, What's His Face uh, Herman. Got any like big moments from grade school gym? I mean, there was the one time where I wasn't the first person out at N-Pin Battle Ball. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. You know, every, nice. no one said I could do it. <laughs> no one thought I could do it, but they got the fat kid. One of the three fat kids out before me. <laughs> I think <And> then, <laughs> we interview like your classmate. Uh, was uh, was Brush Cutter in your grade? They're, uh, um, yes. Okay, yeah. Well, He's, we both had. They go both. back to it because I assume well, he was probably right. a good... I assume he was a good dodgeball player. Uh, he was. In fact, he once made the teacher cry uh, because <laughs> he was better. Because he was so good. With tears of joy. <laughs> it's like, like a master a master violin maker listening to the most beautiful violin solo. He's just watching him beat the shit out of you guys in dodgeball with a tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> He's, okay. man, he's dodging it like the Matrix, like yeah. leaning back and stuff. And yeah. uh, sopranos yeah. are singing in the background. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, so how did he actually make him cry, Matt? Well, this the, the game End Pin Battle Ball was in our second floor <laughs> basketball gym, which I'm putting in quotation marks because it mm-hmm. was about 15 yards wide and about 20 yards long. It predated um, uh, Dr. James Naismith. <laughs> yeah, it did. They were literal peach baskets hanging on the wall. And uh, our gym teacher would put a couple of bowling pins at the end of, uh, at the far end of each side of the gym. And for some reason, he always insisted on, he would do boys versus girls. He would oh separate God. boys and girls, but he would be on the girls' side to defend them as their mm-hmm, white mm-hmm, knight mm-hmm, in shining mm-hmm, armor. Mm-hmm. Boys versus girls. You girls are going to need a boy. <laughs> You're whipping balls at people, <laughs> knocking people out, uh, just like dodgeball, but the goal is to, to knock down all the pins or to get everybody out. I like, and by the so way, anyways, that he thinks that this is like, it's a pickup game, but Jordan's going to be on the on the girls' team. You know, Michael Jordan yeah. is like, oh my God, wow, how do they get here? No, they get the... the Biggest wiener on earth, our gym teacher. <laughs> yeah, well, the boys, oh God. we constantly won. And I don't re- even remember the details. I just remember Brustcutter uh, pegging the teacher when he was like the last one left and then just like laughing in his face. And, and there were tears <laughs> as this was like, I don't know, the third time in a row that this happened. <laughs> and Brustcutter didn't have like a lot of... Um, uh, he didn't show like a lot of empathy. It was it was like a point and a ha ha, like a, a Nelson move. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I I could celebrate those wins. Be, I I wasn't the one. I was like the, you know, like I said, first person so out. But shows my, that you're a team player. Team one. I'm shows more of that a team, team player. player. It's a story about being a team player. And you're yeah. you're you're one where you say that uh, you know you were not the first person out. Then we just go to Brusketter going. I forgot he was there that day. <laughs> that's, that's why he didn't drill you first and kick you out right yeah. away. Like I forgot he was exactly. there. I saw him a minute yeah. later, and I, of course I nailed him. Got his ass out right away. He's the easiest one to hit. Yeah. So I think. You know, as we get through these, we, we hit these different events, um, TE ball, dodgeball, and you know, it, it goes to his contemporaries, it goes to him. Every time it goes to Matt, somehow the audio is terrible. Even though we were just, same crew, same, <laughs> we, we talked to everybody else, somehow Matt's audio. Same mic. Total shit. Yeah. In, inexplicable. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah. why, why wouldn't? We don't either. None of us can figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dog barking in the background, too. Look, I have a dog. I was just going to say, it's not my fault. <laughs> you know, the it's dog is your... There's a dog in our wrestling episode. Is the dog doing your audio? That's the part that's bizarre. The dog's mixing, Ben. The dog's on the board right now and queuing up. The dog's doing Matt's <laughs> teleprompter. So we get through junior high, and now Matt's glories of high school. Um, some maybe uh, rocky starts in wrestling. Um Trying pole vault, you know. We could cast some suspicion, Corey. I like where you're going. Like, but was but was this was this natural? Some people thought hey, he's too good, and it could cut to me drinking Sobe energy drink because it had oh, creatine yeah. in it, and I was <laughs> chugging those things by the liter, thinking oh, it would make me yeah. stronger and faster. <laughs> I think one of them had creatine. I could be wrong, but like, uh, the red one, a bell. I don't know what it I had. I forgot in it, about but that brand. Those were fucking special. Matt, I don't know. I don't know if we can use this for it, but I had an idea. So every documentary's got to have the moment, the little like C plot where it comes in with a, a, a hard cutaway to something ridiculous. Some quirky uh, ukulele music comes in, and then we do. We have some fun little bit, like either the fact that Matt used to chug Sobeys, or um, showing Matt uh, housing three meals a day, no matter what time he wakes up before midnight. <laughs> we need we need some like charming like little thing to cut away to. I <laughs> argued with my wife about this yesterday. I don't understand why I'm I'm not the weird one for having three meals. It that's like the normal thing. Because yesterday for dinner, literally yesterday, my wife's like, I don't know. Let's just have some snacks. We got this. We got that. And she's like, I know you though. You're gonna need a meal. And it's like, well, well I'm, the snack I'm in is the, the meal. The bell Matt. curve here. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, but like, then just don't call it a snack. Just it's a branding thing. It's an image. Uh, thing. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, definitely Matt. Just at the trough, you know, home movies. We don't have any home movies. We'll have to recreate it. We'll have to get like, <laughs> it'll be a Muppet with an actual shot back like hose on it, and we'll just stick it in a bowl of Cheerios uh, and watch mm-hmm. it uh, slurp it down. Let's just use file footage of a pig eating slop. This <laughs> 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 is straight pig. Yep. Let's also use that footage whenever whenever he's receiving an award. <laughs> <laughs> Voted valedictorian in his class. Yeah. Boink, boink, boink. Yeah, I think it starts with like, um, he fueled for his performance unlike any other, and then it's a pig just eating out of a trough, <laughs> and then, you know, accepting awards, etc. Yeah. The voiceover as the pig looks up and like chooses, my body is a temple, and it looks like the pig saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's the, the drama on the way up. We 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 hit the the senior year where 
something about valedictorian, something about school record. Um, Whatever. You know, he's carried. Move on. Buried, carried or buried? What do you say when you about the third leg in the relay? But whatever. Um, they get their they get their award. They don't they don't win state or anything like that. But that's that's his like moment of glory. But then after that, it's all downhill, right? So what is his collapse like? What is right. the like pathetic shit Politics. that happens afterwards? You talk about the two thousand three U.S. Olympic trials, because mm-hmm. that would be like the obviously the next stop. And, you know, it just cuts to me just talking about like how it was all politics, how I wasn't even allowed. I wasn't even allowed to run in the trials. They wouldn't even let me. They wouldn't even let me run in the trials. We showed the, then just a cut to the Sobe bottle. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you need that still that fades to black and white, slowly zooming Mm -hmm. in as we, you know, we talk about like, you know, how things took a a, a turn for the worse. Just Matt's voiceover, just like, it was all politics. But the story that you should go to is how his neighbors discovered his crippling porn addiction. <laughs> <laughs> then, we, then you have the, the shot of him like with the box and he's like, you know, hand out to the cameraman right. like, no. And yeah. no. <laughs> Again, I think we should, we should either have like a terrible, terrible recreation or just go back to the pigs. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll do both. Terrible recreation. <laughs> Let's throw uh, and a bunch of porn to the pigs. Some, some pigs in there. I had, I briefly had a heart attack. I was like, oh my God, they know. And then I was like, oh, you're talking about the time I, uh, <laughs> 50 playboys fell in my driveway, but they, they didn't, they don't know about the other stuff as far as, as far as you guys know, right? Like, well, they, that's how, they that's how we cut it, Matt. It's like, you interview the neighbors and it's like, you know, um, uh, Sam Bishnol, neighbor slash coot. And it's just like, you know, I was out raking my yard and that boy dropped a ton of cockbooks down his, you know. But then eventually it gets to you and you're like, at least they didn't find the nasty shit. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's how you handled it. I just want to exonerate my name. I don't want them, I don't want people to think that they found the nasty shit. And Matt, as you, as your face, as you look to the camera, you're like, at least they didn't find the nasty shit. And as your face, the look in your eyes, the hollow dead uh, eyes of your, your disgusting passion as the people, as the audience can read that, we cut to that ukulele music just to soften it. Okay, okay, but it's in a minor key and it's a slower tempo. So oh, yeah, yeah. So no, this, yeah. So we see him. We talk about how he, you know, he was a teacher, but then he, you know, he resigned. Maybe it's a little cloudy. They show him walking out of Piqua Uh-oh. with a cardboard box. Then just cut to him tripping when that cardboard <laughs> box spills all that porn. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same box. Did they have the same contents? <laughs> but then, then you got to do the fade from black and white to color as it starts to get a little bit better. And um, you mentioned as he's getting fired from being a history teacher for his crippling porn addiction. <laughs> mm-hmm. And having um, to flee to a different state. Uh, yeah. Right. And it's like, to leave the state of Ohio. <laughs> mm-hmm. They say those, and That's then it's fact. like, they say those who can do and those who can't teach. And he could no longer teach, so he had to go and do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no so, longer teaching history. He went out to make it. Then mm-hmm. you know he goes to the Big Apple, and it shows like you know, and his story was not unlike many others. And then we just interview people who moved there and became street prostitutes. We don't we don't connect that necessarily, <laughs> but just people living in the Can gutter, <laughs> shooting IV drugs, and you know, nodding off on you the subway. You let the viewers connect the dots themselves. For yeah. no reason can we interview that guy in Central Park who plays the Godfather theme on his trumpet. <laughs> but that's our interview. <laughs> He's yeah. just playing. Just watch that for a little while. 
And maybe, you know, then you see just like some st some footage of some birds and stuff, and we finish with the happy chapter, you know, where it's like, it's true, he is still a big loser, but today he's mm, a member of a funny, obscure podcast where he's back to the figurative third leg uh, <laughs> carried by the other three, <laughs> the other three members. Third, not fourth. Third, not fourth. Yeah. Fourth would be worse. Trust me. I know. That, that's that's one way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's that's the happy ending where mm -hmm. we're interviewing all of us and we're tossing each other's hair and you know, and then to cut to some stock footage of us podcasting. But mine, just go right back to the pig at the trough, but like put some earphones on him <laughs> or you know, headset on him. You send those drooling corn hogs home happy. <laughs> There's an interview where Mom is saying, "Yeah, he's podcasting with three guys now, and uh, they're having a lot of fun." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think there's three of them. <laughs> Acknowledging that there are three other hosts, but but just you know, yeah. He made he found these three other guys. Ben, she yeah. says that over footage of her hugging all of us at like a family Christmas, <laughs> but our faces are like are are generated to be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that I think that that's that that'll that'll do. That sounds like a pretty good. Grant, you can edit that into something that's like, you know, Matt. What, Matt, what do you want this like? Some, you want like a Rocky kind of a feel to this, or? Uh, yeah, like I, I would. Love... I mean, Rocky, the guy with the mask, the guy with the big face, the <laughs> Rocky anyway. Dennis. Yes, Rocky Dennis. Mm, mm. As long as I can beat up a Russian, then Pro yes. that should it's, be no problem. We're gonna mix I both got of good those news movies. For you. <laughs> it's, it's Rocky meets Rocky. <laughs> Sold. Well, little Captain Travis. Uh, if you want to know more about my greatness, what what questions do you have? I mean, we we barely touched the surface of some of the amazing things I've done. Uh, let us know your que uh, your questions. You can email us. We're at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail dot com. And if this doesn't sound like a movie you would want to sit through, head on over to Instagram and see the highlight of a pig eating out of a trough. Uh, you can follow us there. We are at Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, Matt single-handedly defeated the Soviet Union, and there's proof <laughs> of it on Twitter. We're at Free Legal Pod. I, I guess I say that. I must. More than you. More than you think. More than you think, Grant. And if you like the show, cover up your crippling porn addiction with it. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you need something to distract. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 201. Three men in wide, beaming smiles walked over to Joe and introduced themselves. Hello, son, said the first man. My name is Jimmy Kruger. They call me the King of Cars. I own the Dodge dealership that donated that car and I'd like to give you a little something extra to make your day even more special. And he handed him a gold watch with a Dodge logo on the face. Howdy, son, said the second man. My name's Marty Johnson. They call me the King of Deals. I run the bank that writes loans for the dealerships in town, and I'd like to brighten your day, too. Here, it's an incense air freshener for your new car. <laughs> 
Naturally, this seemed like a total garbage gift compared to the watch. <laughs> but that's well-worn joke territory. And Joe smiled and accepted it nonetheless. Hi there, son, said the third man. My name is Bob Carter, and they call me the King of Whores. <laughs> I run a great whorehouse just outside of town, and tonight... Why, it's my treat. Joe took him up on his offer and drove his Dodge Charger to the whorehouse and his penis into pussy. He ran wild through that whorehouse all night, soaking his pubes in slick pussy juice and covering his cock with more shit than a gas station attendant's quarter. He arced great gouts of cum across their face, tits, and asses until his swollen dick (laughs) farted out naught but wind. Fuck. It was the greatest day of Joe's life. And the best part, he never saw Mary again. (laughs) (laughs) And so, every 25th of December, we remember that day all those years ago. We give each other gifts, just like that gas station attendant and those three nice gentlemen gave to Joe. We eat cookies, just like Joe did often, but we didn't have enough time to cover in this limited format. (laughs) And we go door to door caroling, just like Joe went whore to whore, running up in that gash until he darn near broke his dick. You might think that I should have used a Chrysler, but the but a Dodge is a brand owned by Chrysler. Why, it's a Christmas miracle after all. <laughs> That's the story of the first Christmas. Turn internet over.